From the Financial Times, this is FT News and I'm Jyotsna Singh in Delhi. The pakora, a piping hot salvation snack, has found itself at the heart of a heated debate about the health of India's economy. Prime Minister Narendra Modi ignited the debate during a rare TV interview when he suggested that dismal job numbers did not reflect the reality because it doesn't count millions of self-employed Indians like those selling tea or pakoras from roadside stalls. I caught up with the FT's South Asia Bureau Chief, Amy Kazman, to find out why humble pakoras have touched a nerve. Amy, can you briefly describe what is a pakora? The pakora is undoubtedly South Asia's most favorite snack. Pakoras are basically mouthfuls of potato, onion, spinach, even paneer, battered in a spicy hot chickpea flour and then deeply, deeply fried. They are considered the perfect accompaniment to a hot cup of tea or a cold glass of beer or a great pick-me-up for people out on a days-long errand and they are sold in roadside stalls and from pushcarts in cities and towns and markets all over India and South Asia. So how did the pakora end up at the center of a major economic debate? Well, it all began when Prime Minister Modi gave a rare television interview and he was asked about his record at creating jobs. One of India's biggest economic challenges is to create enough jobs to absorb the 13 million young people who enter the workforce every year and are looking for jobs and opportunity. In the past, India's record at job creation hasn't been so strong. There have only been around 3 million formal sector jobs created every year between 2005 and 2012. As a candidate, Modi had promised to create a lot more jobs to help give young Indians opportunities, but he hasn't been quite so successful as people had hoped. When challenged about his track record at job creation, Mr. Modi essentially replied that the numbers simply didn't reflect the true picture in the country because it failed to capture lots and lots of people who were essentially working for themselves doing activities like selling tea or selling hot pakoras. And that opened a huge debate in India over what constitutes a job and how self-employment should be compared to a regular job. So why isn't selling pakoras a job? There are very different characteristics between self-employment and a regular salary job. A salary job comes with a predictable salary. It also usually comes with certain benefits like sick leave. And salary jobs are considered the best path to middle class status. This is very, very different than self-employment. If you are a self-employed person selling pakoras or selling tea, if you have a fever for a week and can't go to that market, you simply won't have any income. If the weather changes on a rainy day, they simply don't have any income. No one comes to the market. Their earnings are less predictable. And according to all economists and the World Bank, the greater the number of people who are in salary jobs with a steady, predictable income and a certain number of benefits and a certain amount of social safety cushion, that is better for an economy and it is an economy that is more likely to achieve its goal of becoming middle class. You've written a lot about India's labor market. How does it compare with its Asian rival, China? At present, 
less than 20% of the Indian workforce has formal salary jobs with steady wages. That compares to 80% of the workforce in China, which is in regular salaried employment. We're not talking about permanent jobs here, but we're talking about predictable, steady salary jobs. The number of Indians in paid regular employment is less than 20%. So what are the rest of Indians doing? Well, they're exactly doing these kind of income-generating activities like selling pakoras, like selling tea. I once saw a man who was walking down the street with a metal detector looking for scraps of metal from nearby car repair shops that he presumably would pick up and sell. People are coming up with any kind of self-employment, income-generating activities that they can. Lots of people have little shops operating out of their houses. Everyone is selling a few bars of soap and a few packages of instant noodles and hoping that by these small activities, they can somehow generate enough income to live. Has the labor market changed since Modi came to power? There is no real credible data suggesting that there's been any dramatic improvement in labor market conditions or any dramatic improvement in the number of formal sector jobs created in this country. That data just does not exist. And the perception is that there is not a huge additional number of jobs being created. And in fact, that in many small-scale enterprises that were hard hit by demonetization, employment has actually taken a blow, and that lots of small enterprises that did have workers have shed them as a result of demonetization in 2016 and the introduction of a new tax system in 2017. Now, maybe there will be a shift from small-sector enterprises to larger enterprises, and they'll pick up additional workers But it's a painful transition and there's no evidence of wide-scale new job creation that has changed this balance of less than 20% formal sector jobs. Prime Minister Modi uses a lot of symbolism in his political speeches. During his 2014 election campaign, he emphasized his humble origins as a tea seller's son to endear himself to the masses. And now this Pakora debate in this pre-election year... How is it likely to play out for Mr. Modi this time? There's no doubt that in 2014, when Modi talked about his own origins as the son of a humble tea seller, it played very, very well with Indian youth. It tapped into this idea that somebody from a humble background could rise up so high. And I think that the young Indian voters extrapolated the idea that, well, if he could uplift himself from a humble tea seller's son to the prime minister of the country, he can uplift us. They have been looking to him to create the kind of jobs that they are dreaming of having. The problem is now he's trying to say, look, Pakora selling is also a job and it must be counted. And youth are saying this is exactly the kind of job that we didn't want to have to do. We wanted a modern job in a modern industry and a modern factory. So the Congress party has tried to really mock Modi for suggesting that pakora selling is a job. They said by that standard, you could say that, you know, begging is also a job. If you go out on the streets and bring home 200 rupees at the end of every day, begging is also a job. The BJP has affected great outrage and said, how dare you insult 
the dignity of millions of pakora sellers who are doing a great service to the society by providing their favorite snack. But the reality is Indian youth do not want to be pakora sellers. They want jobs that speak of modernity and that give them a stepping ladder to a kind of a middle-class lifestyle. And they don't see that pakora sellers, they may have their dignity, but they don't have a middle-class lifestyle. And it's unclear that Mr. Modi's attempt to kind of valorize them will convince young Indian voters otherwise. It looks like the pakora debate is unlikely to die down anytime soon. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for listening. This is Jyotsna Singh saying goodbye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.